Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. everyone and welcome to ginger on ginger the podcast for two redhead comedians choose a word phrase or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens i'm jacob godby i'm alex tate alex what are your thoughts on uh fair food like uh, I, you know just funnel cake. before before we get too started here i just want you to know before we started this podcast jacob was like every time you say your name you forcefully exhale after it and i fucking just did it again <laughs> but you noticed it right yeah, now I'm self-conscious about my breathing. <laughs> That's not, that wasn't my intention. <laughs> I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just said I have to cut it out every time when I also <laughs> have to cut out my weird breaths and throat noises. Any Ugh. podcast you're listening to that uh, sounds clean is most definitely edited. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, what are my views on fair food? My views on fair food is that I wish it wasn't accessible only at fair time. Yeah, agreed. I feel the same about Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, although I th- think you can get Girl Scout cookies whenever now. I think they. St- I think that's just like a myth. People are like, it's Girl Scout cookie season, and then you can <laughs> you like going to say Girl Scout season, <laughs> and and then you can just like go to their website and order some if you fucking want to. They're not going to like deny themselves money. That's true. You know, if they but if- supply versus demand, dude. I mean, you might sell more in the three months that they're available than you would over. 12 months i'm not, not sure i feel like not at this point i feel like our generation has really taken over girl scout cookies and made they're like yeah. yes they're incredible and they should be celebrated it is a spirited drinking discussion that i've had several times with several groups of people about what's your favorite girl scout cookie and everyone has a different answer some of them objectively wrong i'm just gonna say that i okay well let's have it um i will say my favorite but then I'll, I have like three that I get. And I, as far as I'm concerned, all other three, I, I don't even know if any other Girl Scout cookies exist. Yeah. Um, well, you, you go first. My, and I don't know. I don't know like the official names of them um, or like. So whatever. I'm just going to describe what they are. My favorite one is the chocolate and peanut butter one. Yeah. Tag along. That's okay. also my favorite. I will wolf down a whole. My complaint is, though, is that they, you don't get a lot in the box. Right. Um, yeah, it's a lot less than like Thin Mints. They're like, here's a trillion in one box. Yeah. And so Thin Mints, obviously, the second you get them, they go straight into the freezer. Yeah. Thin Mints are pretty tasty. I like those as well, as well as, which I'm not a coconut fan, but the the coconut Samoa's. caramel ones. Woo. Yes, those are good. Af- outside of that, I'm not really sure other Girl Scout cookies exist, nor do I give a shit. Those are the only three that I care about, and the Tagalongs or whatever, the peanut butter chocolate ones, are the best. We are on exactly the same page. Those three are my favorite as well. There's a <laughs> lemon one that's not too bad. What? Um, but the texture is a little wrong. Mm. And it's like a hard cookie that you can like break off, and I'm like, no, 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 give me a soft lemon cookie. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know why they don't just have like a standard like chocolate chip. I bet they would do it pretty well. I guess. I also, part of me, sometimes I worry that they're just like, um, they're from like Cisco or something like that, <laughs> you know, and they're just I like mean, not. I mean, they are mass produced, so they probably. <laughs> just like not fucking special on any capacity. Yeah. Um, I If anyone knows about that, uh, send us send us a link. We need the guy that did like supersize me to come out with a Girl Scout doc. Yeah. About... Or, you know, we'll head, we'll head your Girl Scout documentary if you just do all the research but we'll yeah, go and just like give confront us the money people and we'll do- 
We'll just break into Girl Scout meetings. We're like, tell us where the cookies are. <laughs> where is these fucking cookies made? Yeah, <laughs> where's the supplier? They're not special. <laughs> Thin mints are just York peppermint patties with the peppermint taken out of them. Like a 21 Jump Street style, the movie, uh, the movie 21 Jump Street style Girl Scout doc. Yeah. <laughs> co- the cookies. And we get to the bottom of where they come from and how, I've, there's got to be like a boardroom committee, right? Where they're voting and one guy's like, how about a chocolate chip? And they're like, oh, how about a chocolate chip, Robert? You say that every year. Yeah. Or like, or like uh, uh, maybe like an Adam McKay style, Adam McKay's Ooh, newer like, stuff, you know, like, yeah, 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 um, like the big like, short, like big short and vice. Yeah. 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 That sort of style. Of, I could get down with that. I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, now that we've opened this discussion <laughs> with with that, Alex, what's our word of the day? Uh, yeah, Jacob, our word of the day is a little, uh, or concept is what it is. It's a little more heartfelt um, than it is, but with the current state of everything, our word of the day is self-care. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. It's- it's, yeah. And maybe, you know, we're... We'll try to make this funny. Is there any like weird self care thing you do that um, I have a other lot people of self? Yeah, well, other yeah, people not might necessarily people, like, consider it self care, but you're like, no, this is what I do, and it makes me um, yeah really happy. I have a lot of different self care rituals. I have lived alone now for two years. One, yeah, about two years. And uh, well, so- are you counting you living alone in L.A.? Because I guess you yeah, were kind of alone, last... but you kind of weren't alone at the same time. True. Yeah. That last room that was like separate, but I also had roommates. I am counting that uh, because sometimes you just have a bad day. You just come home like, you know, stressed AF and yeah. you got to have a good c- couple of like self-care routines. Um, so one of my favorites, and it never fails to calm me down. I watch it when I'm sick. I watch it to help me go to sleep. I watch it when I'm moving, when I'm in an emotional or physical transition is The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, I can watch that anytime. It never fails to like lift my uh, spirits and just stabilize my mood. Basically, um, I know I'm about to open a can of worms with this question, um, and you can just rant to me for about forty five minutes as soon as I ask it. But even the new seasons, you would watch the new seasons. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people who know about The Simpsons are aware that The Simpsons has had a large quality drop-off. However, I didn't get into them until season 19, which was the season after the movie came out. So my parents took me to the drive-in theater in my hometown, and it was a double feature of The Simpsons movie and Hot Rod, and my life was forever changed. (laughs) That is. That explains a lot, I think, about you as a person. (laughs) And I was in eighth grade as well, so it was just like the most impressionable age yeah, for like me to see those right when you're like figuring stuff out yeah 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 exactly so i started watching the simpsons live on sundays with my family with season 19 and so i have like a, a fond nostalgic uh love of like seasons 19 and 20 now the best seasons are seasons three through eight nine is pretty good as well and honestly i think the simpsons stays Pretty good until about season twenty. There's some, uh, there's a lot of iffy episodes in the teens, but overall, any given episode will make you laugh. Uh, but twenty through like thirty two, where they're at now, I've seen most of, and the plots are kind of pacing is their big issue. They 
change to yeah. a four-act structure instead of a three-act structure. And it's much, much harder to tell stories. And they lose a full minute of runtime because of advertisements. So now they're down to 21 minutes in a four-act structure. And it's just, they can't tell stories as good as they used to, which wouldn't be a problem if they were still funny, but they can't write jokes as well as they used to either. So <laughs> no, not the newer seasons of The Simpsons do not comfort me in the same way. But I, I give it till about season 20. Those episodes I, I do feel fondness for. Okay, if I had to pick something to watch that I think is weird, that calms me down, that I really enjoy, um, I love... I love a nature documentary. Ooh, okay. I have watched like all of the planet Earths, planet Earth 1 and planet Earth 2. I have watched a thousand fucking times. I've watched all of the blue planets, blue planet 1 and blue planet 2. And then there's a bunch of other ones like China. And it just focuses on like like Chinese uh, nature stuff. I've watched that or wild China. Boom. That's what it's called. Sorry. Wild China fantastic then they have like wild russia and like wild brazil i've watched all of those um they have those are all search terms search terms for me when i'm on pornhub yeah wild russia is will get pretty dark pretty quickly (laughs) it's all dash cams (laughs) i like that they just they also just film their porn with dash cams if you've already bought one camera why get another one right (laughs) yeah yeah and the battery life on dash cams is insane so what are we talking about (laughs) yeah yeah, I've, I, I love and, and like the super, even like the, the David Attenborough ones are really good um, and that those get all the hype. But the like non-David Attenborough ones with that are like super boring that they always showed like, you know, like the classic, like uh, the young hip person walks in uh, to their like grandfather's house and their grandfather's asleep and the lazy boy and he's watching some pbs documentary about mating yeah yeah i watch those i watch those and i love them and i don't know why i just think it's fantastic that's i love doing that and if i'm feeling particularly anxious or anything like that i'll just throw on a nature documentary and just really uh veg out that way that's that's cool i i also love documentaries but of a different kind i love a good rock doc anything about a band just like being in the trenches and like succeeding, it like never fails to inspire me. I, I've watched uh, Foo Fighters released one for the making of Wasting Light. Descendants has one, and I'm, I have. There's a few more that are just like in my rotation that I love, and they inspire me, and it makes me go write music. Because uh, for me, creativity and self care kind of uh, butt heads. There's sometimes where I'm trying to do self care. And the back of my head is like, you should be writing something right now. You should be doing something right now. And in the past, sometimes that's gotten us to great things. But lately I have gotten better, like compartmentalizing it. Like, hey man, you just worked a 40 hour work week with children. It's okay to take a bath on a Friday night. You don't have to be writing something right now. Yeah. It's, it's tough for me to, you know, I, I always want to say like, oh, you don't have to be tortured to make great stuff. And then... But it's, it's, you know, the evidence is there that all the people that have like in any capacity on any, you know, I'm in school for architecture, the greatest architects in the world were weirdos and they led super odd, pretty messed up personal lives and they produced beautiful buildings, um, you know, and that's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to do that in order to be like creative. <laughs> but now, dude, I feel you. I wrote essays in high school about how I wasn't going to be that. 
<laughs> I was going to yeah. be the one to like buck the trend. I had this just like rosy idea in my head. Like I'm not going to be messed up. I'm not going to be tortured. I also didn't want to live in Los Angeles, which is still true. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to make it work from Montana and I'm going to be the first one to do it. And I didn't realize how much work that was going to be. <laughs> yeah. And just, um, I don't know. Sometimes it's just not possible. And I, I know that's like soul crushing, but I recently read an article about like, is your are your dreams, quote unquote, like making you sad? And it's like, sometimes it's okay to like, you don't have to give up on your dreams, but you need to like readjust them. And like, you can't have this like idyllic version of what everything perfect could be. Because if you hold yourself to that standard, you're only going to make yourself upset. Yeah, it's true. I was bored the other day. So I was deleting some old emails and I went back. It was about two years ago, a little over that, uh, almost three now. (laughs) That's the most boring sentence ever spoken. Yeah, and you, you, every other sentence out of your mouth is has to do with the time of when something happened. I hope you know that. I called you out once or twice on this podcast for doing that. I but know, man. I know. All you do is you're but so concerned with when something happened. Anyway, I was deleting some old emails, and it was a particularly difficult walk down like memory lane because a lot of them were like aged right when I had moved to Los Angeles, which in like the first month or two of me moving there, we had some sketches featured on like the Funny or Die homepage. They were featured on the community uh, Funny or Die Facebook page. We sold the cooking show. And so I had all these old emails still. And I was like, (laughs) just like looking through them. And I was like, man, no wonder I thought it was going to work out back then. (laughs) Like, look at all this stuff that happened for us really quick. And, And then... It just kind of like faded away. So that is a dream that I have adjusted for sure. And in its own way, yeah, adjusting that has been a form of self-care, not constantly pining to create content for us or to be trying to thrust us towards some sort of like nebulous goal of success. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there any... I also uh, take baths. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Is there any like physical thing you do? You like a bath? I love, yeah, I love a good bath. I love a good, like, make a drink, light some candles, take a bath. Maybe if I'm not in the bath, maybe I'll put a record on. There's a couple that I really love uh, just for, like, chilling out. Um, But one huge, huge self-care thing for me is to get some time away from my phone. Yeah. And just social media in general. God, fuck it. Yeah, man. It's, it's, um... And and sometimes I feel great when I'm doing it, or but uh, and sometimes I feel like I need to be informed. You know, it's my duty to read all this stuff and be informed, like right now. Uh, but I'm never happier than when I go home and see my family, and my phone just stays in my bedroom for like three days, and I don't even look at it except for like a half hour at night. Like it's awesome. Yeah, I. It's it's interesting how phones have completely shifted like modern society as a whole. I mean, totally changed, reworked the fabric of everything in like a really short period of time. Yeah. And I don't know that it's necessarily a bad thing in a lot of ways. There a lot of good is happening um, because of them, but it's also different for like writers. It's really interesting to watch a movie or a TV show where the whole plot revolves around someone not being able to get a hold of someone else. <laughs> Yeah, because they're not home yeah. to answer their landline. Yeah, that was yeah that uh, was the plot of like every single thriller movie and like prior to like nineteen 
99. Yeah, so many sitcoms, too. Yeah, like funny things happen. Yeah, <laughs> like, or do they know yet? And they're like, no, I haven't gotten a hold of them yet. And it's like, you know, their dad died or something. And it's Yeah, like, or they're just like rotating around text. each other. You know, where they're like, each yeah. one person's coming here and one person's going there. Where like, now you would just text them and be like, where are you going to be? Just stay fucking there. <laughs> but now, <laughs> right, right, right. Now, yeah, so, so yeah. yeah. There was this piece about, um, uh, this is not my joke, but he, I can't remember who said it now and I'm not going to credit the comedian properly, but I love it. And I think about it all the time. Um, people used to just like have complete conversations about just the wrong shit. Um, and it was just like, okay. <laughs> uh, and his example was like, you know, you would, you'd be like, who was that vampire? Do- who was in that vampire movie? It was a black guy, vampire movie with the swords. And someone would go Denzel Washington. And they would just go, yeah, yeah. Denzel Washington. And then they would just have this whole conversation about how Denzel Washington wasn't blade. But now someone just looks it up and they go, uh, Wesley Snipes. And they go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> I remember that changing in high school because my friends and I would all, I, I was fortunate enough to have a pretty similar, uh, solid group of friends for grade school through high school. And we sat together at lunch for thousands of days. And I remember the first person that brought a phone, uh, into the lunchroom and, like settled an argument and there was there was like it felt like this shift you know like oh yes i don't think it's good i listen i don't think the correct answer is ever a bad thing and in 90 percent of situations that's right but in small situations like that was it denzel washington or was it wesley snipes in the movie blade which how could you ever think it was denzel washington that man's way too classy for those movies but you know i don't think that's a bad and then you like that sparks an argument and that's like good for people sometimes (laughs) You know? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a spirited debate, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. if there is a right answer. Um, hey, Jacob, one sec. I think my computer was delivered. I need to check at the door so it's not sitting outside in the rain. Okay, sounds good. One sec. So Alex ordered a new computer, which is awesome because we've been recording all these episodes with his old laptop, uh, which does not have a webcam. So for 15 episodes now, Alex has been able to see my face while we record, but I haven't been able to see his. So I'm excited to get to see that ugly mug, you know? Um, what did you have for breakfast? Okay, yes. Great success. I had just a bagel awesome. and cream cheese. That's what I have for breakfast most days. Um, I was talking to the audience, but I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you heard that. Oh. <laughs> is, there, so is there anything weird you would consider self-care? There's a couple of things I have that or and one that my uh one of my co-workers has that he considers self-care that i thought i would bring it up <laughs> and it's interesting and it's along the same line um sometimes i like to get a little bit uh angry at shit okay and i think that's okay like it like dumb shit like uh and, and one of my co-workers has this and he he'll get into just like twitter fights with people <laughs> and that's how okay. he like he li- and like causes he's for but like not all the way for like he just um well just he just like berates the chick-fil-a page for not accepting gay workers yeah, and stuff good like that. yeah 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 and that just like brings him like this cathartic relief and um sometimes if i'm grumpy i'll just you know i don't know why i'll just if i'm driving i'll get grumpy at yeah. a person and just like insult them from my car very aggressively and, you know, I'll be like, you fat piece of shit. They don't, they don't even have to be fat. They're going to be a totally normal for you fat piece of shit. Fuck you. I hope you, <laughs> you, I bet you go home and your wife doesn't love you anymore. And then I'm like, eh, um, I feel good. 
<laughs> I can attest to that language uh, <laughs> coming out as we've driven before. I, I being in a car and just like loud music and just like not even singing, but like shouting along to my favorite songs has always been good. Like just throat raw by the end of it. Can't even talk. Like I, I that really makes me feel good. Um, also just spending time in nature, which is not weird. I know you asked for weird ones, but yeah, uh, just a good hike or like just being with the silence that is in that captured within a mountain. Yeah. Um, it's something I miss in Texas. I mean, there are hikes and hills and things like that, but you're never tr- truly as remote as you are uh, or can be in Montana. I think I like nature because it reminds me that um, this tree doesn't give a fuck if my neighbors yeah. are being really loud and I have a paper due tomorrow. This tree doesn't give a shit. And when I die, the tree will still be there. You know? Well, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so... Just to remind myself that maybe my problems aren't that much of a concern to to the whole, you know, on the whole. It's a concern to me, but yeah, as a whole, we all got issues. Let's just be nice about it. Right, exactly. I think that's a great thing to know about yourself and to check in with. And one time, uh, right as I was getting ready to leave Los Angeles, I desperately needed to go for a hike. I really needed to reconnect with nature and just get out. So yeah. I found a spot not that far away. It was only like a 25, 30 minute drive right off the highway. And it was just this little hike, like this canyon uh, up in the mountains behind Burbank. And I started hiking up and then there was a waterfall and I was like, oh, that's cool. So I climbed up that and I kept going and there was another waterfall. And, and then I got to the top and there was just this big tree and I like literally hugged the tree yeah. and I just like felt it and I was like, ah, oh, this feels so good. And on the way up, I had found a really cool rock that I wanted to take home, but it was kind of big. So I didn't want to carry it with me. So I like set it off to the side in a spot that I knew I would remember it. And on the way back down, I was like cresting the waterfall and there were some people there. That's an urban dictionary term. Do not look up cresting the waterfall. <laughs> um, there it were some people there and I they were, they were like, hey. And I was like, hi, uh, keep going. There's a cool waterfall up. And then this guy, I shit you not, <laughs> looks over and he's like, oh, that's a cool rock. And he grabs it and throws it in his pocket. And I was like, no. <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> I let him have it. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to be living here. He can have it. Yeah. You're going to have to tell me what cresting a waterfall is. Oh, I just I'm not made, finding I, it on Urban Dictionary. I don't think it was is a real term. We can make something up. <laughs> <laughs> well, cresting like, is when shit is playing peekaboo with your anus. <laughs> I was going to say it's when you you uh, put your penis... On t- on top of the of the the person that you're going to be um, ejaculating on on top of their head, but from behind, and then sort of so it just like sort of waterfalls over uh, their face. That's what I Dude, came up with. This is our most like mature and measured oh, yeah. episode. I know we're gonna bring that and shit down. I was like, your mom is gonna love this one, and then yeah. here the third the third definition of cresting on Urban Dictionary is. The act of squeezing shit out of one's urethra in then parentheses pee hole after it becomes lodged inside during anal sex. The act resembles toothpaste being squeezed from its tube. No, it's the Crest toothpaste. I'll never buy Crest toothpaste ever again. And then it has a hashtag Alaskan pipeline, so you know we're going to find out what that is. 
Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Fuck, I'm like terrified, dude. I'm shaking. <laughs> Alaskan pipeline, the act of pooping into a condom, oh. freezing the rubber overnight, <laughs> then inserting it into one's anus. <laughs> oh. Okay, and here is the uh they have examples. Yes, right? these uh, are always the best. The examples are the most incredible part. Okay. So here it is. And it's two people, Andy and Brian. Andy says, hey, Brian, want to come give me an Alaskan pipeline? And Brian says, you know, I can't do that again. Dad will spank us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also, Andy it made it a participatory thing. I kind of assumed this was a solo act here, but. Yeah, I'm impressed. And then uh, Brian was the one that made it weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian's the he's realist the one, here. And he's like, Brian's yeah. like, listen, we did that already. We've already done that. And it went very poorly. And we can't, I can't go through that again. Yeah. Dad will spank us. It really reminded me of our creepy ginger characters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, what if they ripped their shit off? Literally. What if they ripped it off? <laughs> no, brother. I can't give you an Alaskan pipeline. Mother said, no more doing that. It's unhealthy. <laughs> Mother said it's bad for the environment. <laughs> We can get biodegradable condoms, Percival. That's the point, brother. <laughs> uh, dude, this has gotten off the rails, man. We It was like such a good episode, and we were just like chatting like normal human beings. And then Urban Dictionary had to just come in and totally derail it, dude. Um, okay, we can get back to what about a massage? Have you ever had a massage? Do you see that as a form of self-care? I've had like three massages in my life, and all of them have been life-changing. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell the story. Uh, two of them in a positive way. One of them kind of positive, also just interesting. Uh, okay. And I am desperately seeking a new, another massage. But, okay. Uh, Missoula, Montana, every first Friday of every month has like an art walk and you can get like wine if you're underage. You just walk in and grab cups and stuff and all these businesses are open. It's uh, wildly unregulated. Yeah, and it's fun, dude. But uh, this, this new massage place was opening up and so I put my name in the raffle to get a free massage and I won. They called me like the next day and they were like, hey, yeah, we'll schedule you. And I was like, great, throw me in next week. And so I get there. And I walk in and it's this like bald, nerdy dude with glasses. And he's like, hi, I'm Brian. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And he's like, I'm doing your massage. And I was like, okay, cool. No worries. And then we get in there and he's like, so I went to Thailand and I studied massage with my feet. And I was like, oh, ah. okay. And he was like, I'm not going to walk on you. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to be crouched next to you and it's going to feel like a regular massage, but I'm going to be using my feet. And sure enough, I opened my eyes a couple times during it and he would be like, <laughs> Mistake. Doing like crab walking around me no. and he would like use it. It was interesting, dude. Like, it's not interesting. That's hilarious. How did you not? Dude, I would start laughing my ass off. The form was just very fascinating in like a, in like a, yeah, in like a hilarious way. It was just, and it didn't feel bad. It wasn't a bad massage or anything. It was just watching a dude like crab walk around my body. And, That's, and then, I want everyone listening to this to picture a grown man crab walking around you and rubbing his feet on you. 
Yeah. <laughs> can I uh, can I tell you my chiro- chiropractor story? Have I already told you this? Have I already said this on the podcast? You have told me, but I don't think you've said it on the podcast. I'd, be, okay, I'd love to hear so it again. I, um, this, uh, right before I was leaving for Hawaii for Christmas, I went. I spent Christmas in Hawaii. It was like two days before that. Like a 75-year-old man, I threw my back out at the gym. <laughs> um, I had, don't know what happened. Um, it hurt really bad one day. I continued to go to the gym and it hurt excruciatingly bad. And I woke up that next morning and could like barely move or function. And I was like, what is wrong? And Hawaii at this point was like three days away. And I was like, I will do anything. I don't know about you, but my whole life, uh, my parents told me that chiropractic was just like, chiropractic was just pseudoscience. And they're like, it's not real. Yeah. So my mom went to the chiropractor a lot and my dad was kind of a disbeliever in it. I don't know why. Um, th- but cause it is, it's, I get it that it's not like medical, but it definitely is like doing, you can't deny that it is like actually doing something anyway. Um, so I was like, I will, you know, I'm not going to go to the chiropractor. That's just pseudoscience, blah, blah, blah. But at this point, like I said, I was three days away from Hawaii. Yep. I was like, I got to go. I, I got to do something that I need this solved like right away. Um, and so I called to all these places and I was like, can you, it was now, you know, like three days before Christmas. And I was like, can anybody get me in today or tomorrow? And then I called like four different places and they all said no. And then this one place was like, yeah, I'm wide open. Nope. We got no appointments, which I should have like taken as a bad <laughs> sign. Red flag. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, great. Put me in at ASAP. I go there and it's like also a block away from my house where I live. And that was, I was like, great. I go there and the dude behind the counter is like a 65 year old ex rancher white dude, which like, if you know the guy, like he can't do technology and you sign in on an iPad and you have to like, I can't pick a worst receptionist on the planet like he was lovely he was a very nice man but just in terms of like his ability to use technology was zero nor did he (laughs) care to learn he was like i don't know what these things are and just like tried to tap on the ipad a couple times and i was like i'll do it just give it to me he had (laughs) he has a working ranch and he sells the best donkeys in montana according to him I don't know. He has all these signs on the counter that's like, buy my ass. You want to come see my ass? I got the best ass in Montana. And it's referring to a donkey, of course. Um, Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Which, again, to this 65-year-old white man, hilarious joke. Yep. I get there and I read, like, their website and the... uh, the actual chiropractor guy is uh, was an ex-offensive lineman for the Grizz, <laughs> for the football team here. And he, right. he like, it's finally my time, even though no one was there. I had to wait for like 10 minutes and no one was there. So I don't know what the fuck I was waiting for. <laughs> and this ginormous hulk of a man is like, okay, come back here. And I go back into the room and he's like, what's wrong? And I explained to him the whole situation. I gave him the whole rundown. I was like, it hurts when I do this and this, but it doesn't hurt when I do that and that. Or no, at first I say, I've never been to a chiropractor. I don't know what to expect. And he goes, yeah, that's okay. What's wrong? <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, okay. Explain to him the whole situation. And then he's like, lay down. Yeah. And I just like lay down face down. And I didn't know that they have little like, oh shit handles. 
like under there, like under the table, they have little handles you can oh. grab onto to be like, to like fucking brace yourself. I didn't know they were down there. I just had like my hands like loose by my side. And then he was like, no, and grabs my hands and just like slaps them on the handles. And he's like, hold these. And I was like, okay, <laughs> but what are we doing? You haven't talked to me at all. And he goes, you don't use heat. You use ice. I'm going to use heat right now, though. And I said, okay. And literally, I mean, <laughs> slaps, like, like slaps a heat pad on me. And then just, he's like, I'll be back. Then just walks out of the room. <laughs> Don't know where he goes. I'm in there for like 15 minutes. His dog came in, which his dog was a lovely German shepherd who was very, very sweet. I just, I don't know. I was trying to relax. So I had my eyes closed. I didn't know there was a dog in this office and I had to just have like a wet nose in my ear, which was sweet again, but I like kind of jumped a little and that like hurt my back. And I was like, ah, yeah. And then he comes in and he was like, tell me which one of these hurts. And then just with all of his might takes his thumb and just like pushes on each one of my vertebrae. <sighs> and this guy was like, 260 pounds so i was like yeah uh, kind of all of that hurt like <laughs> there were definitely some that like hurt more and i think those were the problem areas so i was like those places but in my head i was like dude that hurt all the way around because you just like jabbed your thumb into my spine all the way down and then he was like yeah these two in the middle of my back and like one in my neck he's like they're misaligned you feel that and then you would just like jab his thumb in again and i was like yeah fuck out that fucking hurts really bad Ugh. and then he goes here we go and then just like cut all of his weight all this man's weight like pow in this center of my spine i literally go fuck <laughs> and then he does it again Kapow! just it sounds like glass shattering in my spine i'm like oh oh my oh. fucking god then he grabs my then he comes around in front of me and grabs my neck like a rag doll and then just like basically like shakes it side to side <laughs> sort of lee and i was like what the fuck what the fuck this i was like panicking i was like ah shit fuck and then just and then he's like, get up. That whole that whole thing took like <laughs> 25 seconds. I'm not kidding. Then he's like, get up. And I get up. He's like, do you feel better? And I was like, I have no idea if I feel better. I have no fucking clue what just happened. And he was like, ah, it'll take a few days to feel better. And I was like, isn't that just healing? Like, did you do anything or am I just going to heal from that? Um, and, but then the next and I was like, that was the worst fucking experience of my life. I left the next day. Felt great. Got on a plane for six hours. My back didn't hurt at all. Had a wonderful time in Hawaii. So, and now like at weird times in my life, I'm like, God, I wonder if like my back will be kind of sore and be like, I kind of want to go to the chiropractor. Will it like fix it? I don't know. Yeah. I kind of want to go too, dude. There's, I love the feeling of like just my joints popping and like, I want someone to just like grab me and like just pull my back apart until all my vertebrae pop yeah like <laughs> that medieval torture device like the stretcher yes oh my god yes oh i need that so bad right now yeah oh. that, I, I do think that would be beneficial for a lot of uh a lot of people there had to be one moment where they were being tortured on that stretcher device <laughs> yeah, and it just felt so good and they're like oh ooh, that's nice and they're like okay stop stop so stop and they got bad from there but there would <laughs> no there more, to be no like more, a, no yeah there had to be like a two <laughs> second section where they were like this is good <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right man you ready for a police blotter yeah police a caller requested information on people's rights if they are invited to come stay at someone's house and then are kicked out. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, that's just some couch surfer best friend who has been like, yeah, you can stay with me for a week and has been there for three months. And the person was probably like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck yeah. out of my house. <laughs> and they were like, you can't but do like, that. I have rights. rights. Do, they have and <laughs> do they have like squatters rights if they stay long enough? <laughs> and that person was like, again, I love whoever they talked to at the station was probably like, yeah, you definitely can get kicked out. Have you ever heard the phrase Brodies? Bro- no, that's what I call a group of people with polo shirts and um, like pastel colored uh, shorts. Look at that. Okay, well, it's a group of Brodies. Says something else. A caller reported a vehicle driving erratically down the street and spinning Brodies. <laughs> 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 like donuts? I think that's what they're actually called. Yeah. Like everybody on the fucking planet calls them donuts? <laughs> Brodies. <laughs> hey man, what are you going to do after school? I'll probably just go in the middle of the street and pop a couple Brodies. A 911 caller reported they believed their back was broken from trying to break a piece of wood. So sorry, I don't know if they sorry. were like dropping down backwards onto yeah, the wood. That's to try what and I break remember. They like they like <laughs> set up like a long plank. They're like, I don't have a saw. Fuck, I gotta break. They set up a long plank in between some saw horses, <laughs> and then like WWE jumped from their like one story roof onto it and just like slammed <laughs> through the piece of wood onto the ground, and then was like, fuck. I broke my back. I'm just picturing that. Yeah, they're like all short. Like their breath is gone. What's that called when you? Get the not, wind knocked not out. Not the wind knocked out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shortness of breath. <laughs> Go see a chiropractor. Yeah. A caller reported having a twisted bowel. A tw- oh. That could, I mean, you couldn't feel this. If your colon was like actually twisted, that's a life or death situation. I just like to think this person couldn't poop. Yeah, probably had like bad hemorrhoids or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, I can't poop. I got a kink in there. And they're like, no, you don't. You just can't poop. <laughs> No, somebody got in there and tied it with a knot. I was yeah. I was doing the Alaskan pipeline last night. <laughs> it was my neighbor. I swear to God, I've been. He's been fucking. He's been. Oh, he hated me, and he came in last night and just did some. Don't come. tell my dad. He's gonna spank me. <laughs> it was Aunt. It was Brian. <laughs> okay, last one. A caller reported a drip in their house. They were advised to contact a plumber. <laughs> nah, man. They should be fined for that. What's your emergency? There's a drip in my house. You should be fined for that. You should be. That is a misuse of public funds. Honestly, yeah. I pay taxes for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You should be fined for that. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Speaking of misuse of public funds, I've been back and forth about whether or not I was going to say anything about it, but... Um, you know, all the protests going on right now and stuff. Oh, I, I was just going to bring this up as well. I... I just wanted to extend my support. Um, this is a public forum. I obviously am a white person, but I don't want to be silent on the matter. I, in whatever way, I support everything, all the protests. Um, I want change, all that good stuff. Yes, in full support of the entire movement. Well said, yeah. And I want to extend a helping hand to people near me. I know in Austin, there are protests. There are things being lit on fire. So if you need something, let me know. I want to keep you safe. I want to keep uh, everyone safe, but yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm sorry, you know, more than one person had to lose their life in a horrific, unjust way. Um, and I hope this finally stops and we get some sort of change. That was, uh, that was wonderful, Alex. You're, you're, uh, 
That might be the most sincere moment I know we've ever had on this podcast. Yeah, so, so we like started like well. Top five of your sincere moments. Yeah, we, we brought it. We brought it back. There's, started uh, well, got bad in the middle, and then uh, we'll, we'll end on a note that I do feel passionate about and um, is not fun. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. And uh, yeah, you know, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Jacob and Alex's parents, who brought them into this world and have yet to take them out of it. See you next week.